From Studio 102 in the very scenic, very legal BBG Annex, it's your favorite podcast, Hearts of Fire, for the team at BioBridge Global, where we're working every day to save and enhance lives through the healing power of human cells in tissue. I'm this week's host, Angelica Sandoval, and our guest today from the wrong side of the table is your very own David King. It feels it feels very disconcerting to be on the wrong side of the table here. It's it's it, it just it's it's odd. It's just something is just a little off, and a I think off. it's the fact that I'm on the wrong side of the table, or the fact that someone's asking you questions for a change. Yeah, I like that. You like that part? Okay, <laughs> I don't mind. Right, okay. I don't mind. I, I've overcome my natural shyness. You have natural shyness. Natural shyness. I yes. don't. I know. Uh-uh. Well, you I, could, don't, I don't believe it. I, I, you couldn't be in the newspaper business and be shy, so I had to like, <laughs> I had to stifle it. Ah, okay. So you like me, where you know, closeted introvert, where you just put on, you know, the gregarious side of you, but that's not really. No, that's me. That's you. That's me. <laughs> okay. So we know you as the vice president of fun. The sommelier of the summit, but you're also the czar of communication. We want to talk about, I know you're making that face. It's not because you're my boss, but, you know, gilding the lily a little bit. But that's okay. That's what we do. <laughs> so I had to mention, I think it's fascinating that we're doing this right now because this is like 10 years in the making. Because I remember when you started, a young bbg little David King, starting in the communications department. Do you remember all the way back then? Oh, my God, yes. And it was like my, my hair was a lot redder then and had fewer <laughs> wrinkles. Oh, I think that's us both. <laughs> no, that's just me. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So now we are the dynamic duo that, that the, uh, the whole BBG staff knows today that handles the summit. The runs around doing various things, AV things, and now we're doing a podcast. That's right. And, 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 and yes, I am the guy who sends you all those emails. Oh, definitely. Definitely. The, 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 people meet me and it's just, they see my badge, I guess, and they says, oh, you're David King. <laughs> Sometimes it's that tone. You're him. Yes. So now you are, of course, the senior manager for internal communications on top of so many other hats that you wear. But really, our team, you were the head of our team that are, of course, the fonts of information for BioBridge Global. It's a big job. I think I wanted to take us today behind the scenes to talk about some things that maybe our, our regular staff don't necessarily see or appreciate that, that we as a team do in providing, you know, information. Knowledge is power. And we help to, to provide that for our team. And so we wanted to talk today a little bit about how we do that. Okay. In other words, you're you're pulling back the ugly curtain. Here we are. We're pulling back the curtain. Absolutely. Information is so vital, especially for an organization as big as ours. So let's take our listeners behind the curtain again and share with them what we are doing or trying to accomplish with content and communication at BBG. So tell us a little bit more about that. Well, you know, basically... Everything that we do is tied to that goal of retaining employees. You know, we're, we're trying to engage people. We're trying to inform people because we, we've found studies over the last months and years that people who are more engaged are more likely to be productive. They're likely to stay longer. 
So it's just it's something that, that I feel like we tie what we do to a corporate goal. And boy, that sounds really, you know, just very sort of tedious in corporate. We're, we're not at all tedious in no. corporate, you know. I, I, I hated to say that, but it's true. Um, and, and the other thing is that, that we found a study when we were re- doing some research here recently. Actually, Angelica found it. I didn't find it. I can't find anything online. It's like I'm, <laughs> you know, completely lost on the computer some days. I think it's my eyes going. But anyway, it, we found a study that showed that, that if you improve internal communication, you can boost employee engagement by 25%. And 25% is a pretty good chunk when you're talking about 650 people. Absolutely. And that research, I mean, shows that, of course, more engaged staff are more caring about their job, more productive, which, of course, is always a need. And then also just provide better overarching service. We are in a customer service, when you really think about it, industry, and are more likely to stay, again, going back to that core goal. So what are the, some of the challenges associated with communicating with our staff? It's so big. It's so big and it's so diverse and it's so spread out. And that that has been the challenge f- from day one. And, and, and I can remember day one, actually. <laughs> I, can, I can remember day one because I asked one day, I was sitting there in our little pod of, of, of desks there mm-hmm. where the research and development lab is now. It's a lovely little yes. pod of desks. The reactor is now where my chair used to sit. Yes. <laughs> and, 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 and I am... My chair is probably where the uh, the big tank of nitrogen is because yes. it's it's hot air and cold air, right? Nothing so anyway, I, I ask you know I ask so so what actually do you do here? And and I ask Angelica this, and it's like I get a grocery list, and it's like mm-hmm. hmm, let's see, I do the website, do social media, do internal communications. You know, I, I wash the baby bottles. It's just you know a million things, and I says, well, can I at least help you with some of that? Yeah. And that's how it kind of started. And I, I started by um, by actually working on that god-awful thing mm-hmm. called eConnect. Yes. Most of which was dead. Which was a huge relief to me. I have to tell you that, like a decade later, it, a huge relief for you to, to take that under your belt and make it your own. I was really appreciative and impressed by that, how you made it something that was digital, also really friendly. It had like a tone. I could hear the East Texas twang coming off the screen. It was, but it was great. It was always a great read. Still is. It's certainly evolved quite a bit now that we have SharePoint. Absolutely, absolutely. So, so anyway, to back back to the challenges here. Sure, back to the challenges. We have a big staff spread out in a lot of locations, mm-hmm. a lot of places. Some of them are not in one place. You know, one day to the next. And mm-hmm. the biggest challenge is reaching people who don't sit at a desk. Mm-hmm. And and that's. That's nothing unusual. I mean, you read studies that everybody is worried about communicating with their non-desk employees and their work-from-home employees. Now, work-from-home employees are great because they're all chained to their computers at home, apparently, because <laughs> they're the ones who respond to everything. But the, the thing, we having so many people who aren't at a desk, who are out on mobile blood drives, or working in a donor room, or working in a lab... We have to figure out ways to be as nimble and adaptive as we're trying to be as an organization with our communications. Absolutely. And I, I do want to interject there that I think that that's so important that we're noting, we're saying it aloud, that we hear their needs, that we're trying to adapt in order to provide for them. Because I know that being in a lab and being on a mobile you know, with everything being so changing, it can feel a little isolating and you don't always have 
um, access to the information that us desktop users do. So I think it's wonderful, and it, it is something to note that we are recognizing that there is a need there. And and isolating that that word occurred to me immediately when you mm-hmm. when you when you said that it's yeah. it, I really feel like it is isolating for people to be away from any form of communication, mm-hmm. you know, because we're always you know we're on our phones sure. or we're at our desks or we're at our desks on our phones, mm-hmm. we're at our desks on our phones, you know, sure, doing other things too. Absolutely. The other challenge that we really have had from the very first day again, mm-hmm. back when my hair was darker and I had fewer wrinkles, <laughs> is measurement. Because we really don't have a lot of effective ways to measure how we reach people. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't, um, you know, the, there's very s- severe limitations to email, but the email system we have with Outlook, because Outlook has never developed a way for you to measure responsiveness to emails, to how many people open emails, how many people click on links in emails, how many people, how long they stay in them. For whatever reason, Microsoft has never decided that needed to be a part of Outlook. Mm -hmm. And everywhere you go, every study you read says you really need to measure the effectiveness of email. And it's even more important because every survey that we do internally that's how people find out what's going on is by email. I'm emphatically nodding on this side of the table. <laughs> yes. I know y'all could not hear it, but yeah, absolutely, I'm right there with you. Yeah. So we love when we're able to say we found solutions to our challenges here. We know that, right? So I think I think our team has found a solution. So tell us a little bit more about Circle. It is, to put it simply, a revolution in the way that people will be able to find out about what's going on around here. Fantastic. Okay, tell us more. Pulling, pulling it out. Pulling out of David now. <laughs> I needed, I need, I needed to make that really good point. <laughs> we could use that as the, use that as the promo item. Absolutely. So, Circle is a system that that I found probably almost a year ago. I was researching ways to basically just record and measure the effectiveness of emails, and I, and I, you know, I looked at. It, Different organizations. I got demos from places like um, um, Mailchimp, okay, and and I got about three or four demos from different companies. And Circle was one that really impressed me. They're sort of young and nimble. And about the time that I started dealing with, they merged with a company called Broadcast. And so that at what Broadcast did was that it expanded their capabilities dramatically. So what Circle does the the basics, of, the main reason I wanted to get them is because they provide a way to segment email audiences where we can send an email to just a certain group of people, which is a very critical idea too. Mm-hmm. But it also tracks the effectiveness of your emails, how many people open them, how many people click on any links within those emails. And it... Um, you know, this is something that I'd looked for for years, and I finally did this research, and we, we came across the people from Circle. Their demo was great. Their people were great. And, and by the way, they're based in the United States, in Ohio. When I call the call center, it's not in India or Denmark. Mm-hmm. This, in many ways, by the way, this reminds me of what I did at the newspaper many years ago when we bought a new editing and design system from a company in Denmark. Okay. Lots of testing, lots of going back and forth. And we've been doing a lot of that with Circle, not as much as with the, the CCI from Denmark. <laughs> by the That's way, good. The, big, the biggest perk from that, by the way, is I got a, a free 
two-week, all-expenses-paid vacation to Denmark in February. Yes, I've heard the stories. Cold, <laughs> cold, cold and dark. Denmark is cold and dark in the February. The great pa- pastries from what I remember. Yes, the, the, the American pastries. <laughs> the, Danes called, the Danes called Danishes American pastries. <laughs> so fantastic. Okay, so bring us back to Circle, so made circle, in the we're USA. Com- we're coming back to the Circle, made in the USA. Mm-hmm. What, one of the most noteworthy things about Circle is, is what's known as personalization. And what it's going to do, basically, is you're going to get an email. Everybody is going to get an email, and it's going to ask you some very simple questions about how you want to be communicated with, the topics that interest you the most, when you want to receive a news digest, what time of day, what day of the week, and how you want it to look. And I think that personalization is, is something that goes way beyond my original concept here. A lot of this has gone my, beyond my original concept um, the personalization feature, even if you don't go in and make a bunch of personalization choices, this system is going is gonna, to gonna look at your behavior. It's going to look mm-hmm. at the stories you're actually looking at and reading and opening, and it's going to tailor the content to your preferences. Got it. I prefer you go in and do the personalization from the 60-second survey that's mm-hmm. going to come out, but even if you don't, the system is going to personalize what you do online and what you read and what you see. Okay. So tell us a little bit about what people can anticipate from that 60-second survey. The 60-second survey is, like most of the 60-second surveys we've done, very brief. It's going to look a little different. It'll look different. Mm -hmm. It'll look different. But we're going to send you an email before and afterward telling Mm -hmm. you what it looks like and what it says. Okay. You basically, you click on a link, you go, just like you do now, you take a survey. Mm-hmm. It's going to ask you to choose categories of stories that you're interested in. Mm-hmm. It's going to ask you when you want to receive an email digest of stories that are going to be posted on 1BBG and on Circle, mm-hmm. because 1BBG is not going away. It's still the hub of everything we do. But it'll, it'll ask you um, when you want to see that news digest, how often you want to see that digest, what time you want to get it. To me, that that is just... You know, it's a big step in what we do from what we were doing, you know, six months ago. Sure. Certainly six years ago, which is Absolutely. when I didn't even access to send out emails. It's like, oh, the power. Oh, the power. It's frightening. <laughs> the frightening power. So you, basically, you'll start getting some emails, and, and they're going to tell you, here it comes, it's coming, and it'll come on Wednesday morning, just like mm-hmm. the 60-second survey does. Sure. The other great thing about this system is that it has the, the measurement of the email effectiveness built into it. And we're not going to bother you. I promise I'm not going to bother you if you don't look at your emails from me. But what we're going to do is look at trends in that and see when people do open emails, mm-hmm. when would be a best time to send certain groups certain emails. And really, tailor, once again, I, that tailoring seems to come in a lot. Sure. Because I'm so sloppy, it has to be tailored, right? Um, it, tailoring the message, tailoring the communications with you. And I, I think that's, you know, that, that's really critical if we want to engage with people. You know, they need to get the messages on sort of their terms. Absolutely. I love that. Y'all need to get the message on y'all's terms. Absolutely. So what you're saying is, let's say, that I am a staff member, um, let's say that a mobile team member that goes in, takes a 60-second survey, 
and indicates that I would like to receive my news, my BBG news, every Tuesday before I go on my shift, that Circle's going to do that for me. Exactly, exactly. It'll pop up in your in your inbox, in your mm-hmm. Outlook. You can use it on your phone. You can use it as a desktop. Every bit of this content, every bit of this content that you're going to see through Circle mm-hmm. is mobile-friendly and mobile-enabled. Fantastic. So also, later on, let's say that a majority of our staff, hint, hint, goes in and takes the 60-second survey, starts to get more involved and starts to become a little bit more nimble and uses Circle over time that the communications team will be able to look at the data behind all of that engagement and be able to provide better communication? I think, you know, it's definitely going to let us know in in detail that we don't have now Mm -hmm. what people are looking at, what they're interested in, when they want to see it. Mm -hmm. You know, we'll be able to go in and look and see the time that people chose Mm -hmm. and say, hmm, maybe this is a time we ought to send other communications or we shouldn't send communications at that time. And we we can continue to research that. The one BBG News Digest that you're going to get that's personalized to you is a digest of items, new items that have appeared on one BBG. It replaces the weekly update that we sent out at 11.30 on Wednesday mornings, 10.30 Eastern, 11.30 Central. Um, and what it'll do is, is it, it allows you to pick when you want to get the information. If you want to get it every day, you can get a digest every day. And it's going to send you items typically that you may not have seen because we're pretty busy. I mean, we stay pretty busy when it comes to creating content. And this is different. You're con- going to continue to get the occasional email from me about special events, about one-offs, about you know, insurance open enrollment is always the example I throw out there. Sure. You're, you, you're, you're still going to get those separate emails. But this News Digest really replaces and really soups up the update. It makes it much more of a, of, a, of, a, of a way for you to find out what's going on, a revolutionary way to find out what's going on, because it's, it's your decision about when and what it looks like. That's great, David. What's next? At one point in the process of dealing with Circle, they came back and they says, we have a package that includes a mobile app, and we'll give it to you at the price of the regular package because you're a nonprofit and, and we like you. Mainly it's because they like me, I think. I don't know. But anyway, coming up pretty soon, probably in, in, in June sometime, we'll actually kind of have a mobile app version of this where you can go to an app you won't even have to get the email. It'll have a digest of information in there. The app also will be searchable, where if you want to search for an older item, you can search for older items. And it'll have an employee email directory where you can email anybody on the staff you know, from the app. It'll open your email application, send them an email. Not that, not that anybody needs to know what my email is because <laughs> it's everywhere. Any communications you're going to get about Circle will be coming from me, david.king at bioridgeglobal.org. And the great thing about that is if you have a question, you have an idea, suggestion, just click reply. And it comes directly to me. Since I'm chained to the desk, I'll probably (laughs) reply pretty quickly. Fantastic. Well, thank you, David. Well, thanks for having me on here (laughs) on the wrong side of the table. You know, we chased our director away. 
Someone's going to have to reach over and push the button to stop all this <laughs> foolishness here eventually. Well, your arms are longer than mine. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Executive producers of Hearts of Fire are Adrian Mendoza and Jay Pajenski. The producer is Heather Hughes. Our director and technical assistant is Matt Flores. And no, your favorite podcast channel is not a flame. That's our Hearts of Fire logo designed by our very own Roberto Esquivel. If you have an idea, a suggestion for a guest, or any other kind of feedback about BBG, send us an email at heartsoffire at Thanks for listening. Bye-bye.